evening and welcome to the Stephen S. Show here on EOTM Radio. I want to thank you each for joining us tonight. As always, we'll be discussing the latest in entertainment news, sports, fashion, and movie reviews. Now, tonight we welcome UK sensation John and Sebastian and Tanika Renee from the WE TV reality show, Match Made in Heaven. As always, when you call into your questions and comments, the number is 718-664-6543. Again, that's 718-664-6543. You can also join us in chat. There's a link on our Facebook page. Now, I uh, also want to let you know that we're all over social media, as you know, Facebook, Twi- Twitter, Google+, Instagram, and our official website is StephenIceShow.com, where you can connect with us on uh, social media there. And also, send us emails, let us know your thoughts, and if you're an artist or a business owner or whatever you want to be featured on our show, email us at submissions at thestevenightshow.com, and we'll def- definitely review it. Now, a quick program note, Adam our Adam, movie review Adam, is on vacation in Australia. He's going to be there for the month of March. And he wants you all to connect with him on social media on his Instagram page, fly as, fly, fly as a kite, so just the way it's uh, pronounced, on Instagram. And you can see all his pictures and all of his experiences while he's over in Australia. So definitely check him out. Uh, Chike, what's going on with you? Hey, brother. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing well. That's good. That's good. Um, so Adam, you're you're by yourself for the month of of March. <laughs> Adam, uh, he's in Australia. I know. I know. <laughs> he abandoned me and went to down yeah. under. Right, right. Well, I know you can handle it. I know you can handle it. <laughs> How was your weekend? My weekend was pretty good. You know, um, I'm in school, so my weekends now, since the beginning of the year, have been dedicated to school. So I really don't have too much of a weekend anymore. But, yeah. you know, it's an investment in self. I advise everyone, the biggest investment that you'll ever make will be in self. So find something Absolutely. to invest in, and it'd be you. Absolutely. I definitely agree. Definitely agree. I actually uh, went to Virginia for the weekend to handle some things with my mother's estate. And I um, got some time to, you know, I would see my brother and his family and my dad and a couple, well, one or two friends. I didn't get to see a lot of friends. So I was only there for a short period of time, but. Um, it was good being home, you know. Obviously, it's different because the home is different than when my mother was in there. But um, right. you know, it's part of the process, and you know, I got what I needed done. I got back here yesterday uh, at three thirty. How did you do with uh, daylight savings time? Um, I don't do well with the sleeping part, but like when right. you jump into the work day, oh, it sails uh-huh. by. Like that's the part that's fun. Mm, yeah. Right. 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 You look up and it's like noon already. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. And and it's good getting off and having the uh, the sun still out. You know what I mean? Yes, because you know me, I was dark in and dark out. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Wow. Well, I think we're waiting on Miss Parker. Well, actually, Miss Parker's here. How you doing, Miss Parker? She there? Yeah, I, told, I was told you that. Well, anyway, as you may know, um, Janera and um, Ms. Michelle Ms. Parker had their birthdays last um, last week. They celebrated. Miss uh, Parker had a, a small um, dinner at this place called Tuk Tuk, the Thai spot. That food was off the chain. Miss Parker, I'm yeah. told you're on. You there? Trying to have some technical difficulties, but yeah, we. Had, I mean, it was it was great. Um, the food was really good. I, I had their, 
I had some, they had the fried chicken, and then they had um, a salad. Well, veggies, I'm sorry, not veggies, veggies. And there was one other thing I had. I can't remember. Oh, ribs. Really great, mm. great food. I love Thai and food. The, yeah, yeah. That, I mean, that, that restaurant, she told me, she said, I told you this food was good. <laughs> but, um, you know, prior to that, she went to Miami, but she really brought it in. So it was good mm. to celebrate her 30th or whatever. But I'll let you go ahead, um, Chica, and go into um, movie reviews. Okay, so I went to go check out the hype of this Fifty Shades of Grey. Now, I understood the premise of the movie before I went, and um, I did not read the books, but from what I understand, um, there was a lot of innuendos, like small little minute things left out of the movie, of course, that were in the book, which happened. But in in me watching the movie, I did not get all the details that, you know, I didn't get the story, I guess, as it was meant to be from watching the movie. And they were, it reminded me of another movie that came out many, many years ago, um, starring uh, Mickey Work and Kim Basinger called Nine and a Half Weeks. And the premise of Fifty Shades of Grey is uh, two people meet, um, which is uh, Dakota Johnson. And Dornan, Jamie Dornan, I think his name is. And they begin a love affair with um, a very different kind of sex life. He's a saint. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he pretty much turns her out. And mm. it's interesting at the end of the movie. And I know this movie is told in series because the books are in series. I guess it's going to be another part. Yeah, I, I didn't understand. Too. What'd you say? I'm sorry. They are, they are um, planned to schedule to shoot the two more uh, movies. At the end of it, honestly, I was saying why. <laughs> I mean, and I, I get it. I, I, at the end, I was like, well, why? Why, would, why are you doing this? And I understand the backstory, and if they had detailed the writing more to tell some of the backstory and why these people Mm -hmm. were the way they were like they did in the book, then the movie would have purpose for me. Right, But I think that the initial hype, because it came out like the week of Valentine's Day, that's the week that it came Mm -hmm. out, Mm -hmm. it came out to sold out tickets. Like, you couldn't get a ticket to go see this movie. And I just didn't understand the hype. I guess everyone ran and flocked to the movie because of the book success. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the books were really good from what I hear, but the movie just didn't live up to the hype of the book, nor did it live up to those sold-out ticket sales to me. I was saying, why at the end? I, I turned to look yeah. at people that were sitting next to me. Did you did you get it? Did you understand? And they were like, oh. Like, even women that say they have read the book, they were like, yeah. oh. So, yeah, they sound like people disappointed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then because and they, you know, cause there's a lot of S and M, they can't do that without getting a um, you know, staying in PG thirteen. So they had to, they couldn't show a lot, and so they a lot of the people that read the book they were disappointed by that as well. <laughs> hey, I say go for the NC seventeen or go for the X, and then yeah. make it the movie that it's supposed to be, and you probably right. would make more money. I'm just saying. Yeah. That's true. That's true. So but those people it? that went to go see Fifty Shades of Grey, I'm giving it a thumbs down, yes. But if you want to see a movie that someone liked Fifty Shades of Grey and better, I suggest you go back to the vault of yesterday and check out Nine and a Half Weeks with Mickey Rourke and Kim Basinger. Just mm. saying. Get more for your money, huh? <laughs> yes. 
Anything else that you saw? I, I, that's the only movie I saw. I'm actually looking okay. for um, a Divergent sequel, Insurgent, I believe. And then there's this movie, uh, Tracers, which stars Taylor Lautner. Well, he puts out good action movies. I'm looking for that. Um, and that's pretty much on my radar for right now. Marvel has some movies coming out, too. But they're going to be coming out probably around May, just for the summer. Okay. Right, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I know you'll be sticking on for um, hot topics later on, but um, thank you for now. Okay. Absolutely. All right. And we have Miss Parker. What's going on, Miss Parker? Hey, what's going on? I was on. I'm not sure why you guys weren't hearing me, but yeah. Um, yeah. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. How was your weekend? Weekend was good. It was um short. <laughs> I'm trying to find yeah. a word. Very short. Right. But it was good. So you, did you did something exciting yesterday. You want to tell us about it? Yep. Um, so last Wednesday was my birthday. I heard you uh, discuss um, that for a second. I really appreciate everybody who showed me mad love on Instagram, text messages, calling, sending flowers, gifts, everything. I really appreciate yeah. it. Amazing 30th, and I am grateful for you all. Um, 30th. <laughs> yep, 30 It was amazing. I'm looking forward to it. Um, but, yeah. yes, it's Yesterday, so I'm so dog tired now, and I worked out today. Um, yeah. The Spartan race with a few friends. Uh, if you guys not aware, of Spartan is similar to Tough Mudder. I think most people know about Tough Mudder. I did mm-hmm. Tough Mudder here. That's um, that's 11 miles and 17 obstacle courses. So I was like, oh, I got this because Spartan mm-hmm. uh, only five miles. So I was like, man, I can, I got this. But Spartan was a lot more challenging. Was a lot more uh, obstacle courses and obstacle courses is a lot lot more tougher. So, um, mm. ever again when I'd be like, oh, yeah, I got this, and then I know I'm going into it. So <laughs> someone, someone had warned me. I was like, I think it's tougher than Tough Mudder. I'm like, no, nah, I couldn't be because Tough Mudder is twice as long. But um, I think their their goals are different. I think Tough Mudder challenges your endurance and, um, and Spartan challenges your strength um, with all the obstacle courses. But it was fun. It was a good experience. Good, good, good. How long were you up there? I completed it in two hours, and and that's um that's an okay time. I could have probably done it faster, but I mm-hmm. I had a couple of friends who were doing it for the first time, so I stayed in the back with them the first half, and then the second half I was like, I gotta leave y'all. Right. <laughs> I, <can't. laughs> I feel so bad because I'm I'm so competitive, not just standing around and waiting it was starting right. to get to me. And I'm not competitive with anyone else. I'm competitive with myself. I like doing the best I can whatever I'm, I'm doing. So it's not yeah. that I was in competition with somebody else. And I'm not competitive in that way at all. But um, I wanted to do my best, and I felt like waiting around wasn't doing my best. Maybe I had to get over that and just maybe just right. have fun with it. Um, but the next one I do, my trainer and I are going to actually try to do um, one together, and we're going to try to do it as a competition because you can do a, a different league where you're mm-hmm. actually competing, um, and see if we can place or something. Just just as another challenge. Um, but, yeah. yeah, it was fun. It's this it's is something different I'm doing. I like doing physical stuff, and it was the dirtiest one I've ever done. It was, like, so much mud to crawl through. Like, my hair, my eyes mm. was covered in mud. I, at one point, I couldn't even see. I had a bag for some water to wipe my eyes off. Because wow. you're like covered in mud, yeah. So um, yeah. it's 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 an exciting experience. 
Well, yeah, I know um, a lot of trainers that I follow, they always say, yeah, it's good to get in the gym, but also getting outside the gym and doing things like that and doing, you know, like when you even do Stone Mountain or whatever, you know, that's also good too, you know, just to switch it up. Yeah, what it does is it keeps you excited about working out because I think most people get tired of working out because they feel like working out has to be in the gym. Um, Mm -hmm. But I I get out and do different things and I switch up my workouts and, I may work out by myself one day. I may go to boot camp. Like, you got to switch it up, and you got to keep it exciting. Mm-hmm. And find things that you like to do and challenge yourself and and keep it fresh. If you just go into the gym exactly. on the treadmill and say, you're not going to see the results. First of all, mm-hmm. you're not you're not going to be motivated to want to keep doing it. So Exactly, exactly. That's good stuff as part definitely, definitely. Well, uh, Aaron, what's going on with you, man? Hola. Como esta? Hola. How you doing? Hola. Whew, I'm tired. Sorry. Bien. I'm speaking and it just came out. Right. Yeah. It's like that um, hour extra that we got now is kind of playing with everybody a little bit. People. It's funny because I went to bed extra early, too. I was like, I went to bed early. And it I still did. didn't work. Right. I did, I did and, I, and I woke up. I'm, you know, overslept today because, you know, my mind was, my body's already programmed for, you know, before the the, the push forward. So, that's crazy. Getting, yeah, and, it, and it's funny because, your yeah, your body does still wake up at the same time. And I think mm-hmm. my body's not used to waking up at the hour. I woke up when I went to bed earlier. It's still a little bit confused. But I do like right. the fact that it's, it's light out later. Yeah. Like right. Yeah. 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 I do too. So we I just have too. to we just have to give ourselves another couple of weeks until our bodies success. Right. Exactly. Exactly. That's it. So how was your weekend, Aaron? What'd you do? My weekend was really nice. Um I I went to a Mardi Gras charity event party. It was really nice. Oh, wow. It was yeah, it was it was to help raise 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 money for a um, summer youth camp. So it was really nice. Uh, so nice. Yeah. I wore, I wore a mask and you know, had the beads and everything. It was really nice. And they had great food. Oh, New, New Orleans style New Orleans. Yeah. Oh, they, it was great. Very much so. Very, very much so. That's good. Yeah. That's good stuff. Yes, What's going on in the wonderful world of sports? Ah, sports. What? Well, you all know that it's March, so of course, March Madness, March Madness. Is, um, <laughs> is upon us. I see. As far as teams that are already in, aren't many few that actually won their conference championship games, and my my iPad is locked up, so I can't even click on that. All right, so we'll move on from that. Um, Oh, no, guys. NBA. Uh, Hawks are still playing very well. Why is my iPad? Mm-hmm. Sorry, y'all. My iPad screwed up. Um, yeah, Hawks are doing great. Uh, Derrick Rose is still hurt. He's up for the I don't – well, they're, they're saying that he could actually be back before the um, season ends. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I, do I think he should come back early? No. I actually think that he should – Wait until uh, the playoffs, or just mm-hmm. wait. To see. I mean, let's let's be real, y'all. The Bulls are not going to win the um, championship. They're not going to go right. to the um, Eastern Conference Finals. So, if I was wrong, at the long 
you know, like as far as with me playing next year and you're and and the year after that, I would just pretty much chill out for this year. Yeah, 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 yeah. But if he feels he can come back this season to help the Bulls, more power to him, but I don't think it's it's really worth it, but yeah. my because I, I I have the um the I, I I like I enjoy watching the Hawks play basketball. I don't know what it is, but they are really they're good. They're great. Dan is on. They shut LeBron James down. Like they shut him mm. down. Miss Parker, wow. I gotta yeah, kudos. Like yeah. So are y'all going to the to any um, playoff games for the Hawks? Yeah. Y'all got your I don't tickets? know. I don't we don't have any tickets yet. We may, we need to do our job to support them. They're doing so well. I'm sorry, I'm y'all. I was um I was um mute for some reason. Sorry about that. I heard you about the the playoffs. Um, yeah. You know Atlanta Atlanta is doing well. I was thinking about going to one of the games, but you know being in Atlanta for eight years, everything just gets so groupy like. You know what I mean? Like you're in the mm-hmm. games, like it's just too much. Like Atlanta is just too Hollywood at times. So you can't. You got all the stars, celebrities. Yeah, it's gonna be a whole show and everything. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's like it's gonna become more of a make it happen, but Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, if y'all don't want to go, Stephen, Miss Parker, you know, since we got this big old Stephen Nice Show budget, you know, if yeah, y'all yeah, we got it. If That's what I'm saying. Run. If somebody gave me some free tickets, I'm going to definitely go with the go purchase the tickets. <laughs> nah, I ain't going to have it. We'll see what we can do. We'll see what we can do. Well, <laughs> um, coach, you ain't even got to give me first class. Yeah. You can fly me uh, coach. Fly your coach. You can okay. fly me coach. Give me half, like, half court tickets, like, you know, court side tickets. Sit me behind the um the um the um basket. You ain't even gotta sit me on the um, sideline. Behind the basket. I'm good. Right there. Live. Steven Nice show, I'm telling you. Playoffs. Let's see what you can do. Send send your um send your uh, messages for Ron to go to the to the Hawks playoff game to Steven Knight. Go we to his Facebook go, page. Go, uh, you should do a GoFundMe. We should do a GoFundMe, yeah. Yes. Go fund go. Ron. Give Ron to the the game. Amen. (laughs) Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But that's that's pretty much it in sports, man. Like it's it's like one of those times now. Like, just it's kind of popping off yet. But next week we'll actually talk about bracketology. So you all will will, um, have will um, have your brackets ready and stuff, and we can kind of you know kind of see who's going to do what in the. Tournament next week, so I'll definitely okay. be talking, talking about that big time. And are y'all going to talk about um, Empire and we're going to talk about that on and uh, boyfriend and all this crying and stuff that, that he's doing on Doctor Field. We're going to talk about the Aaron. Okay, cool. Well, I can't wait. Yo, follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Aaron Cosby. I can't wait to hear this. I'm out. Talk to y'all next week. I'm going to do that on top of You're sticking around, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Miss Ferguson, what's going on? Hey, what's going on? How you doing? Good. Did you have a good birthday week? Ferguson, oh. happy belated birthday and congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I'm so excited for you. <laughs> I'm so 
laugh for me. Oh no! <laughs> if you if you do any as well as you treat that dog, <laughs> you'll right. be fine. Well, like I said, I said if, if the dog and my baby don't get along, the baby got to go. I'll take the baby then. I'm volunteering, okay? Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, look. Look, you everybody on the radio still heard it, right? And all the audience heard so don't try to That's take it back. I got you. I got you. I know what you're having. Do you know what you're having? Well, you said, yeah, we're having a boy. Oh, oh wow. so cute. Congratulations. Wow. Congratulations. Yeah. That's great. That's awesome. Yeah, we were, we were holding that one in for a while, but um, you know, I, I can't. I'm I'm showing now. I can't hold it in anymore. How far along are you? I'll be 20 weeks on Thursday. How many months is that? Uh, <laughs> well, it's a little under five. It's a little under five. Okay. I mean, you know, some people look at 20 weeks as five months, but I'm looking at it from like you know, the beginning of the month to the end of the month, because you know, a lot of people just say four weeks is one month. So I guess yeah. it just all depends on how you look at it. Okay. Just just okay. promise yeah, you one thing that you won't be able, just be probably uh, one thing, uh, Jared, you'll be one of those mothers that when they ask you how old your baby is, oh, he's 96 months. No, that's going to be one, two. Right. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, I think once the baby hit 12 months, it's time for you to stop saying months and just say yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, once, exactly. once he is 12 months, I promise you I will not be that person trying to make people add. I promise you. Don't worry. Don't worry. People just walk like a few. Okay. Right. Right. So if he's That's what I do. I'm like, oh, okay. 27 months. Okay, cool. Right. Tell him happy birthday. 27 weeks, I mean. Right. So, what do you have for us? Let me get some great stuff for us. I do. I'm so sorry. Last week I was so bogged down with work, I did not have a chance to update anything. So, um, hopefully tonight I can redeem myself. Um, but I do have a couple of things for everybody. Um, Old Navy and Gap, they're having a sale. Um, and I don't, well, this sale is to, actually ends today. This is, it started yesterday and ends tonight. Um, if you shop there now, you can get 35% off of your purchase. And if you're shopping online, you have to use code DAYLIGHT. And, of course, this is in honor of Daylight Savings. Um, and Banana Republic, who's affiliated with Gap and Old Navy, they're also having a sale. But they are... Um, they're discounting everything 40% off because, you know, everybody who shops the Banana Republic, Old Navy, and Gap knows that, you know, that it's, it's basically like Banana Republic is the top tier, Gap second tier, and Old Navy is pretty much the bottom tier. So, I mean, I, I actually shop at them all. You know, I love Old Navy. I, am. I love Old Navy. <laughs> yeah, I do too. I actually was just in there. I got some of my maternity clothes from Old Navy, so... And if anybody is in the mood, if if anybody's in the market for any maternity clothes, I would suggest going to Old Navy because, like, they have stuff for, like, $7. I mean, you really can't wow. beat that. Yeah, I got, wow. like, a couple of dresses and everything. I said, yeah, we can do this. We can do this. So Exactly. Um, but, yeah, they, they're very, very inexpensive. And, you know, still, you know, it still looks good. So I, I happen to love Old Navy. But, you know, Banana Republic is also having – um, their sale, and, and if you shop there now, a use code Daylight, you can get 40% off. Uh, Nordstrom Rack is having a sale, and I'm not sure, for those of you out there, for those of you ladies who out there who know what Trina Turk is, um, she's a very high-end designer, and um, Nordstrom Rack actually has, is having a sale on Trina Turk items. So you can go out there and um, 
go to Nordstrom Rack and actually actually Nordstrom Rack and Halt Look, um, they're affiliated. So you may have to have um, either a Nordstrom Rack login or a Halt Look login in order to be able to uh, shop there. But the savings are great. So I would just suggest, you know, all you have to do is just sign up with an email, you know, with an email address and, you know, um, and the password. So it's not too hard. Um, Express is having a sale, and this is for guys and girls. For every twenty-five dollars you spend, you get—I'm sorry—you you get twenty-five dollars off of every one hundred dollars you spend. Excuse me. Plus, you can get sandals, tees, and tanks starting at just fourteen ninety, and shorts starting at just twenty-nine ninety. So they're obviously getting ready for spring, um, which means that they are trying to deeply discount. Um, you know, all the winter and fall items. So I, I would say that this is definitely the time to start looking for winter and fall items just to start stocking up your stocking up your closet. Um, Aries having a sale today only, and, you know, that's uh, like affiliated with American Eagle, but they're having a sale. And, well, it's not really a sale, but you can get free shipping on everything today only. Um, so if you guys want to go out there and shop, and this does include the sale items, which is the only thing I would go to anyway, you know. As a limited is having a sale. And if you shop there now, you can get 30% off of their Ashton blouses. Um, that's just the type of blouse they have, and it's like they're, they usually have um, one front-runner type blouse per season, and this season is Ashton. Um, plus, you can buy one, get one free on all jackets, suits, jackets, pants, skirts, and dresses. So if you guys are looking for any suits, um, you know, if you ladies out there are looking for any suits, you definitely can go to limited and buy one get one free and again that's on all jackets pants dresses and skirts plus you can get 40 percent off of full price items plus you can get an extra 30 percent off of clearance items so that may be something that you guys want to think about and last but not least in honor of fashion week this is my favorite sale of the day um simply because i can sometimes be like a label crazy person but i never want to pay like big prices for my labels Right. Um, Bluefly.com. They're having a sale right now on designer brands. Um, you can get up to 75% off if you're interested in making that type of purchase or some people call it an investment. I fool myself. I call it an investment. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know how I am. But, uh, you know, if you decided to, you can definitely get up to 75% off of brands like Kristen Louboutin, Jimmy Choo, Fendi, Gucci, um, all of those brands. Now that's now listen to what I said. I said up to seventy five percent off. Not seventy five percent off. So just be careful about that because um, you know, I don't want you to go out there thinking I'm lying. Um if <laughs> something is only thirty percent off. But right, definitely right. check that out if you're if you're in the market for any type of designer goods. And that's all I have to guys this evening. Can I ask you, are you excited about buying uh baby clothes? I I'm actually not. And the re- here's why. <laughs> because I'm thinking, and my mom's like, it's not going to be that bad. So I'm like, okay, so all my money's going to go to him now. And I'm still thinking if I know it's like <laughs> the most selfish thing in the world. <laughs> so those of you out there, please don't judge me. I'm, I'm old enough to have a child. I'm not that immature. But right. I did start thinking. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, I won't be able to buy myself anything ever again in life. So, well, we'll see though. We'll see. Yes, but I do. Yeah. I, I have. I do have my eye on a couple of things. I like to get them, but of course, everything will be on sale. 
So right, right, right. Yeah. Oh, that's that's thank you so much. And and they can find all your all your sales at budgetshopholic.com. Go there and check it out. And and thanks again and congratulations again. And have a great week. Thank you so much. Okay, and happy belated birthday, Miss Parker. Thank you. Same to you. Okay, I'll talk to you guys later. All right. Chica, A. A. Ron, and Miss Parker, you ready to get into these hot topics? Yes, sir. Ready, honey, and be. All right. Well, a lot of you have heard of University of Oklahoma's Sigma Alpha Epsilon fraternity members have been allegedly implicated in a video showing members participating in a racist rant, and the fraternity is not, is, was under investigation. Then today it came out later today that the students have been suspended and the frat has been shut down off of the campus. Um, they were making, you know, um, race, uh, doing a racist chant, using the N-word, and it was it's an all, um, all-white fraternity. And so, of course, the you know the, the campus is an up in the upper uproar, and as well as um, people all over the country. What are your thoughts? This is why I'm not a fan of anybody using the N word, because I'm sure those guys didn't really think that it was a big deal. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not excusing their actions. I think that I'm. And, and and honestly, I wouldn't even go as far as calling them racist. I think they're ignorant. I think it's more ignorance than racism. Um, but I think that that's where we need to really rethink our community using the N-word as well, because I think what it does is it gives people permission to think that it's okay. And I saw an older gentleman on there. Mm-hmm. I, 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 don't, I don't know. I guess because I don't know the entire story, I don't want to to be too quick to pass judgment. I'm not I'm not the type of person that quickly form opinions about like this. But okay. I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if he has something to do with influencing them to do that. Because usually younger Americans, younger white people are not outwardly racist. You know I mean right. it's very hard to find a group of twenty young men are just outwardly racist white men sitting together. Like, I find that a little odd, so I would like to know mm-hmm. a little bit more about the history. But either way, they should be suspended. There should be some some action taken against them. And I think that us as a community need to rethink the whole word as well as far as how we use it. Okay. Hey, Ron? Um, I, I was disgusted by it. I agree with Ms. Parker that the N-word is, is wrong, period. Whether you're white, black, green, or blue, it's it's a nasty word. Now, with the actual chant, I also heard, and this is what really ached me up, because saying the uh, N-word, you know, it's it's wrong, but whatever. It's not what you're called. It's what you answer to. That's how I feel. Mm-hmm. But but mm-hmm. but it's wrong. It's, it's a dirty word. But they also were saying in the chant, talking about hanging right. a N-word. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that. I forgot about right. that. Yeah. What they and were saying, that's when it took it to like a whole to me like a whole nother level, right? Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. What what they were saying? They, let's be clear. They were saying that no N word is going to join, and they called SEA. That's the um, abbreviation for their chapter. Right. They can hang from a tree, but they'll never join this fraternity. Right. Right. That's right. What they were it it, that's it what did they say that. It did yeah. say that. Okay, Chica. That sounds like a threat to me. Yeah, I'm hello? just saying, it sounds, it sounds right. like a little threat. Right. Yeah. Aren't threats well, you know against what, the law? Right, right. 
And, and you know, but I, what I did like was this: is that I was watching the show and they said that, you know, anywhere you go, there are going to be people who think this way, say these kind of things. But the proudest moment is that it didn't take a day for the school to take action to show this is right. not right behavior, and we won't we will condone that. And so that's what yeah. I like that they were stopped in their tracks before it really got out of hand. You know, the video went viral. Now the chapters is this um. This, it's closed. You know, the the chapter closed, closed. It's closed. And the students have been um have been um suspended. So and I they will probably be expelled. More, more than likely, these students will be ex- expelled out of school for good. Out, right. out of the out of out of the university. So. Mhm. Yeah. Things have come. It seems. It seems like no matter what, what, what we do, it seems like no matter what we do, we just can't escape the N word. There was there was a other, another issue on Empire, where Terrence Howard wanted to incorporate it into the script. Mm-hmm. He wants to mm-hmm. use it on the show, and he his his argument is that it makes it more realistic because in real life, we use the word amongst ourselves. Right. And there was he an interview with a, a writer of the show. And they asked him, and the white the writer happened to be Caucasian, and they asked him, and he said, "Well, I I can't weigh in on that." He said, "It's it's not there's no justification for me to weigh in on it. You would have to ask some of the African American writers, because I would never touch it." He said, mm-hmm. "Just simply because it's a, it's a it's a hot subject, and I would never touch it." I right. think that it would taint the show if you incorporated that into it. Right. That's my right. opinion. I think I so think too. So, so yeah. I think I'm watching, including myself, because I think that. You know, just how we feel when these type of videos are um, are shown with, you know, a majority of white people using the N-word. And then, like, it's to me almost like death penalty, right? How do you say killing is wrong when you go and kill somebody? Like, I don't understand mm-hmm. how, how you could justify using the N-word and then say it's wrong for them to use it. You know what right. I mean? Like, I don't. I don't, I guess the explanation that's been used to justify that doesn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, cause, uh, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry, go ahead. Steve, I'm sorry. Let's go to move next door, our, our first guest here, so I want to get to a couple more topics before we go. Um, Nick Gordon, Bob Christina's uh, boyfriend who, you know, Bob Christina, she's in a in an inducing coma, and she's in um, at the hospital. Been, she's been in there for a few months now, I believe. Well, he's doing an interview with Dr. Phil. They released a clip, um, you know, promoting the interview. It's coming on Wednesday. And in the interview, he's talking about how he misses Whitney, he misses Christina, about Christina, and that he hates Bobby Brown, and that um, apparently he admits to Dr. Phil that he's been drinking a lot lately. So Dr. Phil wants him to go into rehab. Um, the clip they showed, this, he said, I want you to go to rehab right now. And the clip is Nick saying, this interview is over. What are your thoughts on him doing an interview with Dr. Phil? Can I say this? Can I speak first on this, Stephen? But I think that Nick Gordon, is, there's something about his energy I don't like. I think he is a media whore. I think he is capitalizing on a tragic event. Um, I have an issue with his mother being sitting there right beside him, but yet he was, but yet she wasn't, but yet her son was raised with Whitney Houston with another right. person. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's mm-hmm. there's just a a lot going on there that just reeks to me. It smells. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He. Yeah. I'm not feeling him at all. At all. And he got paid for that for that interview oh, slash paid. intervention okay. with Dr. Phil. So. Okay. 
Next. Go ahead. Y'all go ahead. All right. Ms. Parker? No, I agree. I, I think that I think he is an opportunist. I think that he – but I do also think that he's an addict. I think he's young. I think he's going through the same um, type of dysfunction as um, Bobby Christine. I think that – he does need help, and I think going to going to rehab, whether or not she makes it through, will probably be the best thing he's done for himself. Um, mm-hmm. And I think think that even if she does make it through, it will probably be the best thing he's done for himself and her, because that way he can be in a in a better mind frame to, to help her maybe pull out emotionally um, if she's if she is able to pull out physically. Okay, and she got. Well, I believe that. Um, wow. He has been iced out, so he's trying to have a voice at this point. And let's Mm -hmm. all please keep in mind that there still is a criminal investigation happening surrounding Bobby Chris and how she got to where she is now. And Mm -hmm. he is a part of that criminal investigation. So I believe that he's going to do whatever he can on his end to try to preserve whatever decent image he has or try to claim some type of innocence. But yeah. he has a voice, and he's trying to use it. We don't know if he's being coached by counsel or whatever, but he's under investigation. It'll be interesting to see the interview. It's on Wednesday, so if mm-hmm. you get a chance, watch it, and we'll talk about it next week. Last topic before we go to break. Um, 2020, the year 2020, we can see a woman on the front of a, the $20 bill. Um, people, candidates, that have been discussed, Harry Tudman, Tagorna Truth, Rosa Parks, Shirley Chisholm, Barbara Jordan, Eleanor Roosevelt, Susan B. Anthony, and a few others. Who would you like to see? Ms. Parker, you want to go first with them? I don't I don't know. I have to give that one some thoughts. I can't mm-hmm. I can't pick right up the top. Yeah. It's a lot of people. A lot of It is a lot, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're yeah. all great. I mean, they were great women. Those are that's mm-hmm. tough. Yeah, I would just say, being that we have yet to have a an African American person on currency, it would be great if the if the woman was African American. Now, which mm-hmm. woman do I choose? It's it's tough. I mean, they're all great women, so it it's tough. Yeah, it's hard. Tough. It's hard. Yeah, she can win. I, I'm all about baby steps. <laughs> whatever, whatever woman that they decide to put on will be cool with me. It's all just right. nice to see your female represented. Absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, y'all. Thank y'all so much. Y'all have a great week. Um, before we go to commercial, question of the day: What do you do when you know someone has a crush on you but you have no interest? Tweet it at the Steve, tweet it at Stephen Nice Show S H O. Or go on our Facebook page, the Stephen Nice Show, uh, and let us know your thoughts. We'll write back after this. You're listening to the Stephen Knight Talk Show on EOTM Radio. You're listening now. You're listening to the Stephen Knight Talk Show on EOTM Radio. Monday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, only on EOTMRadio.com. Welcome back. Jonathan Sebastian is a classically trained piano on piano and earned a degree in music business at the age of 20. She, last year, she released 
her um, EP, Ed, The Edge of Love, that's currently available. I want to please help me welcome the very talented UK-based sensation, Jonna Sebastian. Welcome to the show. Hi. Um, uh, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. I'm, I'm glad um, you You know, I was reading up on you, first of all, 19 years in the industry, and you sing, you act. You um, produce, perform, do engineers, mix your own music. I mean, you're the woman doing it all. You're doing it all. Uh, how did this all start for you 19 years ago? Uh, well, music has always been a part of my life. So, yeah. um, you know, I started singing, uh, you know, when I started talking pretty much. Uh, and then <laughs> I started playing in the um, children's orchestra at the age of seven. And that's wow. how I learned to read music. Then when I was 11, I had a personal revelation where, where I decided um, that I wanted to become a professional musician. Um, and pretty much, you know, that was like my first paid job, you know, as well, um, around the same time as playing in the orchestra for like Christmas events <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah. as a child. And then, uh, yeah, then I just proceeded. And when I was 16, I entered uh, uh, the Russian Academy of Music and uh, done five year um, course like the degree and uh, I started performing with different bands and eventually I just was so fascinated with you know like that I um, you know was playing around with you know trying to make beats you know even when I was like 15 16 but then I took it more seriously when I came to London and I set up my own studio um, when I was like about 20 and uh yeah so pretty much it just was like i I was just like adding one after another you know uh, the live bands the performance the recording with various artists and then eventually um you know basically learning to engineer and and produce myself and other artists as well (laughs) wow and you know engineering and uh there are a lot of female producers, but in terms of doing the actual engineering work, it's more of a male-dominated industry. How is it like being a female, you know, you know, have your own studio and doing this? How, how does that feel? What's your experience? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's uh, a very male-dominated field. Mm-hmm. Um, right. <laughs> but, I, I, you know, I, I think... Uh, you know, if if you're really good at something, uh, you know, it it doesn't really matter, you know, whether you're mm-hmm. a woman or a man. To be honest, you know, I just found that uh, quite a few times I'll have, um, you know, men come in to record uh, in my studio because basically I, I was the best person to provide uh, mm-hmm. the service they needed. Yeah, uh, so they tried out other, other studios, you know, with male engineers, obviously, because, you know, there were not, uh, no other female engineers. And for some reason, they came back to me and said, like, well, Jana, you know, I think you're the best person <laughs> to do this job. <laughs> so um, right. uh, so I, I just believe, uh, you know, there are a lot of, I, I think, you know, I did ask um, some female singers, you know, on, on the way as well, like, why don't you try to engineer or produce and... Um, uh, the main reason would be they they say it's either too geeky, you know, it's too technical, right. or they'll feel sometimes a bit intimidated. But you know, we I think like you know in the UK and it's the same thing in America. You know, uh, if you really want to break into the field, uh, you just the best thing is to be professional. Um, and at the same time, you have to also you know play you know play the game right. Like for example. Um, you can't, you know, you can't, like, mix, like, you know, 
pleasure and you know and business so when you work with men um you know uh in the in the industry you know you have to be professional about everything do you know what i mean yeah. so you, I, i've been yeah. in the studio with guys and there has there have to be boundaries that's the only challenge is obviously when you're a girl <laughs> right yeah you know, so you have to... you. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you. you know it's, it's not a problem you know what i'm saying but it's just something right. that you have to be aware of that you know, if you're working on a project, that's it. You know, that's it. You just right. you have to finish this mixtape or this album, you know, uh, and nothing else needs to be mixed in because, you know, <laughs> emotional stuff. So, so it's, your relationship is a bit different. You know, it has to be, like, very, very professional. Um, right. You know, and, uh, but I, I, I believe, you know, that, uh, yeah, as long as you are, you become the master of, uh, um, you know, of, of the, you know, the field, uh, it's possible to achieve the best. I'm, I was just always interested in uh, computers and technology. Uh, yeah. you know, I, I wanted to when I was a kid. I wanted even to do like um, C plus <laughs> plus programming course. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did you? Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I, I guess you have to like have both sides of the brain to work in that direction: the creative and the analytical side. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. uh, you know, I, I read that when you were three months pregnant, um, you were detained um, at mm-hmm. Yarrow's World Detention Center for three months. While you, while you, well, for three months, while you, while you were detained at that center, while you were three months pregnant, um, for two months. Um, tell us about the experience. Yeah, yeah. Well, Yarrow's World Detention Center is the infamous <laughs> um, the immigration uh, detention center in UK. Right, uh, mm-hmm. and. Um, Basically, it's infamous because uh, there are a lot of people there that shouldn't be there. And mm-hmm. uh, basically, I claimed political asylum uh, when I came to UK because I had to save my life when I was living in Russia because I was standing up against um, racism and racist groups, organized groups in, in Russia, right. you know, through my music, um, through attending demonstrations and protests, through speaking up mm-hmm. in the media. And then eventually it got to the point where I had to basically secretly move to London. And uh, when I started, I had to start my life from scratch here. Uh, however, you know, I claimed political asylum. And at some point, basically, when I came for the interview, my case was dealt with, uh, you know, like unprofessionally and in the wrong procedure. So it was pretty much Ill- illegal <laughs> imprisonment. Yeah. Uh, like they just sent me there without even looking at my case properly. So I was wow. pregnant at the time, and to be honest, you know, I had a house, you know, and, like, I had a property in UK. I had everything, you know, set up. There was absolutely no reason for me to be excluded from society this way. But I've seen wow. some crazy experiences there, yeah? Yeah, and, I can uh, imagine. I spent, <laughs> yeah, I spent uh, Christmas that year and New Year's Eve, um, basically. Wow. <laughs> you wow. know, and when That's I came cool. out, I was, like, five months pregnant. And uh, basically, my case went to the High Court. I wrote to the Queen. I got a letter from Buckingham Palace. You know, I wrote to mm. everyone. And then wow. eventually, you know, um, it took about uh, two years for my case to be resolved. And then I, I eventually won my case. You know, after uh, a few court, ca- you know, court appearances, and had to, you know, sign, I think like sign on like every two weeks or something. <laughs> it was just really bizarre wow. because. I never thought, you know, it, it wasn't, like, I've never done anything like to be convicted or anything like that. And it wasn't a conviction. It was kind of, you know, just the wrong procedure that at that point they were changing the immigration law. 
and they were trying to get rid of as many people as possible. <laughs> so it didn't really matter. But there were people that were coming from certain parts in the you know in in the world which were like clearly very you know dangerous. Um, right. Yeah, yeah. It was. <laughs> that was, it was very uh, hard to imagine. So you had your daughter in 2008, and and her father is Swiss Beast. Um, how's, right. how's your relationship with How's your relationship with him? Uh, yeah, it's uh, you know it's great. Um, mm, you know good. he's a he, he's a great father. Um, good. You know, so good. and 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 um, you know they the uh, you know he loves Nicole and Nicole is good. Like, he has like a very special relationship with him. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, good. <laughs> well, let's talk about yeah. the Edge of Love. That was your um, EP, your last EP, um, the Edge of Love. Tell us about that EP and what was your inspiration behind that. And, uh, you know, kind of what you want people to take away after listening to it. That's right. Um, the Edge of Love uh, is inspired by my personal experiences, um, you know, with relationships and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the extreme emotions that, uh, you know, they can bring going from love to hate, you know, and, and having like, a, like a, and from hate to love, you know, like having like this thin line, you know, just ex- exploring, you know, the the depth of emotions. And, um, yeah, basically it was uh, like the songs there. I wrote about how I felt, you know, about certain situations. And, um, you know, there's a, there's a song, The Edge of Love, which is obviously the title track. Uh, and it's about like having like this, like really <laughs> strong emotions, you know, mm-hmm. on the edge, <laughs> you know. And right, that's yeah. why the 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 video is about like me appearing as an alien, you know, <laughs> like I'm so right, on the edge right. that I need to steal the guy, <laughs> you know, steal <laughs> <to, to laughs> my world. <laughs> right, right. But, yeah. um, but then there is, on another hand, there is poison, which is like when you're in love with someone and it's not really good for you at all, um, but you're still coming back there, you know, it's like a drug. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, and and you come to realization, uh, but at the same time, you keep, you know, coming back. Um, and um, it's like the sweetest taboo, you know. <laughs> and um, yeah, there's other tunes as well, you know, going uh, about this uh, subject. So yeah, it's like, yeah. like a, you, you know, it's like it's like a, I look at it like a, an EP, you know, generally is like a, a book, you know, with a few chapters that tell exactly. the story, you know, unfolded. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. And, mm-hmm. and, where can, and where can people purchase? They can purchase on your website, obviously. Where else can they purchase uh, this EP? Uh, yes, they can definitely get it from iTunes, um, Amazon, okay. um, also Bandcamp, uh, pretty much uh, every you know major store uh, online. Right. Uh, they can right. get it from my website, John Sebastian. Yes. And also I have another EP uh, as well. It's called I Am Free, uh, which I is am out free, as yes. well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've got the third one on the way, which will also be available very soon. It's called Love of a Hate. Okay, okay. Well, you're doing big things, and you know what? What impresses me the most about you is that you're doing it all. You're doing the singing, the writing, the production, the actual engineering. You know that's that's awesome. That's awesome. So we wish you nothing but success. Tell everybody where they can connect with you online. Oh, thank you. Um, yes, um, you can follow me on Twitter at Jana Sebastian, Instagram, at Jana Sebastian, Facebook, Jana Sebastian World, um, my website, com, 
and uh, also my YouTube channel. My main YouTube channel is uh, Multivision Music. Uh, I've got like all my music videos there and some exclusives. And uh, uh, yeah, also you can contact uh, through Kathy, um, through my publicist, you know, for any inquiries yeah. about like beats and songs and collaborations. I'm always uh, open to working with um, artists, you know, producers. <laughs> Yes, um, yes, all over the world. Mm-hmm. And we're going to play some of your music in our next half hour, but I want to thank you so much for taking the time to join us. You have a, a great night, okay? Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. You take care. Thank you. You have a great night as well. Thank take you so care. much. Thank you. Thank you. Right back after this with Tanaka Renee. After this message. You're listening to The Stephen Knight Talk Show. On EOTM Radio. You're listening now. You're listening to the Stephen Knight Talk Show on EOTM Radio. The Stephen Knight Show, Monday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, only on EOTM Radio. Dot com. Welcome back. Tanika is an accomplished athlete who has done uh, some high fashion runway modeling in Paris and Monaco. Her athletic career includes playing in a woman's seven-on-seven tackle football league. She's currently di- recently divorced and is ready to find the man of her dreams. I love this. She uh, she tr- uh, tries to follow the advice her mother gave her. Be a good cook and give good head to the man. <laughs> we on we, we TV's hit reality show, Match Made in Heaven. Please help me welcome Tadaka uh, Renee. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. Hi. You know I'm going to kill you because you pronounced my name wrong. Oh, I'm sorry. T- tell me right. Tell, how is it? It's Tanika. Tanika. I'm sorry. It's T-A-N-Y-K-A. Yeah. Y-K-A, yes. Okay, Tanika. I apologize for that. Tanika Renee. Welcome to the show. Mm-hmm. Welcome. Oh, thank you. Your mother's a wise woman. I, I love her already. <laughs> you know, I grew up in a household very, very honest with each other. Yeah, yeah. Well, how do you think that that kind of, you know, your mother being that honest with you, telling you this is what you need to do, you know, to keep your man happy, whatever? How did that, you know, make you the woman you are today? How did that, you know, kind of go with you? Well, I just, I'm I'm very open. I feel like a lot of women today, they're um, you know, they're not aware and they're in denial a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to their relationships. Right. I feel like, you know, when when it comes to love, love is about pleasing the other person. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of women, they it's about pleasing themselves or, you know, they're they're worried about them and their ego. Right. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, I wasn't raised like that. You were, no. <laughs> Not with a mother that you were raised, <laughs> you were raised like that. <laughs> so um, you were recently divorced. Sorry to hear about that. What makes you now like, okay, now I'm ready to find the man of my dreams, ready to move past that and, and move to the next step? I got married when I was young, and okay. kind of we outgrew each other. Yeah. And... um. You know, I I was on the dating scene, and it was kind of overwhelming, like being Mm. in a relationship for so long and just being to that one person. And then you go out there, and you're trying to meet people, and you have to get to know people. 
And you have yeah. to, when, when you first meet someone, you're meeting that representation of them. You're not meeting who that person exactly. is. Exactly. And yeah, then, you know, true. then you got to go through all the, the you know, you just got to really get to know that person. And I just didn't want to go through that. And I felt like being on this type of show, I can actually, you know, meet that person. I knew what I was getting into, that person from when I thought, you know, I was ready to settle down. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I thought I would have a fair chance. And so the uh, – the and everyone calls this the, the – African-American version of The Bachelor. Um, Sean Ballard, Bullard is his name. And um, what, what was it that kind of attracted you to him? Well, um, I couldn't say. Like, he seemed like a great guy. I didn't really get, as you can see from watching the show, and for those who haven't watched it, I really didn't get that much time with him. Yeah, um, yeah. He did. See, he seemed like a nice guy. Um, you know, I wasn't, I don't care about the whole, you know, he's, a, a millionaire and all of that. That that's not what I was interested. I wanted to get to know him, but we never had a chance to go on a date. Mm. Mm. So, yeah. And then his mother was there, and then Pastor um, Ken Johnson. How was it having them two, you know, on the space? Um, I got along with his mother. Um, Good. You know, we were there. I lived in the house for about a month, so. Yeah. Yeah, so with shooting the show, they had to edit out a lot because we were. I can imagine. Yeah. You know, we were being recorded twenty four seven, and um, it was a lot of stuff that they couldn't show. But I had a mm-hmm. great relationship with his mother. Um, Good. You know, I I um, got to know her, and she she reminded me of one of my family members. Mm. Um, I actually got to know his mother better than I got to know him. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, wow. and um, Pastor Jay, um, you know, I can't say too much because there there will be some stuff revealed about me um, in the next two episodes, so definitely okay. keep watching and there will yeah. be a surprise. Okay, so how is, it, how is it, I mean, you know, we hear the stereotype that women have a hard time getting along, and we, of course you see some of the things that happen on the show, but being around 24 women, how was that experience? How do you get? How do you adjust to that? Um, I played football. I played on. I've been an athlete my whole life, yeah. so I've always yeah. been around a lot of women. You know, mm-hmm. um, so I'm pretty chill and pretty laid back. I don't bother with, bother anyone as long as they don't bother me. Right. Um, you know, and you know, I respect people as long as they respect me. So I got along exactly. with pretty much everybody. I did have a couple um, issues. Um, right, saw yeah. in the last episode, <laughs> but um, you know, I just you know I'm not gonna let anyone disrespect me. So. Right. Yeah. But I'm a lady. So. Exactly, and, and you deserve mm-hmm. to be treated as one. So, coming, taking, going away from the show. Do you? What do you take from? What, what experience? What do you take from this experience of being on the show, shooting the show, filming it for? You know, you say you were in the home for a month with all these people. What is? What is your takeaway? I met some beautiful women, beautiful on the inside and out, um, you know, women who will be my friends probably for the rest of my life. We, we went through that experience together. Yeah. You know, we had we had our crazy times. We had our fun times. We had our emotional times. I really wish the cameras could have captured it. Like, you went from laughing to crying to mm. every emotion you experienced in that house. 
Do you, do you feel that the camera or, the, you know, I know in reality TV because I've been on the set of some shows where they do edit, you know, because of timing and sometimes for the reaction or whatever, do you feel like that you were depicted well on the show based on what actually happened while you were there? Yeah, definitely. Good. Um, Good. Um, I'm happy because I, I look at some of the other reality shows. Like a lot of people are calling this this show Ratchet, which I don't I don't agree to okay. that at all. Um, I mm. feel like you know this was a, this this is real life. You're in a house right. twenty four women. There are going to be issues, you know, and not everyone's going to react the same. You know, um, right. you know. I love that we were all successful women. Um, mm-hmm. you know, with what we did, and um, we were all ambitious. We were very opinionated, um, and it was real. I feel like um, a lot of reality shows are very scripted, and, yeah. um, you know, they set you up in situations, and, no, this was this was as, as close to real life as it could get. Like, you know, you're in a house with a bunch of women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people... Um, who watch shows like this or The Bachelor, or The Bachelorette? They they one they ask themselves, what is the reality of actually that person finding the one? You know, especially when especially if they can see um, the man going on dates with other women, you know, making out with other women and kind of being intimate and that kind of thing. As a contestant or or someone that's part of the show, is there any jealousy? Is there any why is that not me? Or, I mean, do you, do you get any of that? I didn't get it. I don't. I'm not that type of girl. Um, okay. You know, I I I I highly believe that what is meant for me will come. But mm-hmm. you know, I do. I'm a hopeless romantic, and I do believe in love at first sight. Like you can meet someone and just hit it off with that person, and um, you know, and I I I believe that you can go on a show and find true love. Yeah. Like okay. you feel it when you meet that person, you can you feel it. Just some that people, chemistry. you know, they yeah they they choose mm-hmm. to look away or you know maybe they're not ready for it. But I do feel like you can experience love at first sight. So I I do think you can go on a show and find true love, and hopefully Sean, you know, hopefully Sean found the one. Hopefully finds it. He finds it, and, and you too. <laughs> now, what, explain this to me. Mm-hmm. And I know women all over the world are going to be a little curious about this, but you say that. And with your next man, your future man, you would be open to him having sex with other women as long as you knew before it happened. Tell us about that. Well, so you have to understand, I was in a um, Muslim relationship, and it was, at first, you know, I didn't get it. But uh-huh. then, um, you know, it's once you let go of your ego and understand what love is about, Mm-hmm. Then you can understand. Like you can, you can be with a man, and he can love you, and he just, you know, he just might need to have sex with someone else. Okay. okay. But that doesn't take away his love for you. That mm-hmm. doesn't mean that he doesn't love you. Right, right. Because men and women love differently. They do love. Yeah. Women. Yeah. And but, I'm but, not, I'm not, I don't, you know, I'm not that type of person. I feel like when I'm with someone, I trust that person and, you know, I'm big on honesty. And if I have that and I know where his heart is, 
that's fine. You can go do what you got to do as long as you come home to me at the end of the night mm. and use condoms. <laughs> right? Yeah. These things, yeah. You know, I, I think but what you're saying, it goes back to the whole thing about the trust factor. You know, the fact mm-hmm. that he's able to come to you and say, this is what I want to do, you're fine with that as long as he tells you, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of women are insecure. That's just how I see it. They're insecure and you know, they, they think their man is going to leave them or they think that, you know, their their man might, that they're lacking something and that their man might find that in another woman. And, mm-hmm. but, and if it does happen, if he, if he falls in love with her and he's happy, then I want him to be happy. It doesn't, you know, I just want that person that I'm with, I want them to be happy. Mm, okay. And I feel okay. like, you know, when you're in a relationship, that's what love is about. Absolutely. Absolutely. Tell us, what would, how would you describe, and we know no one is perfect, but in your, you know, who would be the perfect man for you? The perfect man for me is an honest man. Um, okay. Someone who, you know, I can build with. Basically, I'm looking to build an empire with someone. Right. I'm looking, yeah. you know, I'm looking, you know, we balance each other out. Okay. And, um, you know, we're, we we can grow something together. And we have each other's back. Absolutely. Well, listen, tell where they can keep up with you and follow you on social media. I know that you have some very interesting things to say and post. Tell us where they can keep up with you. Um, yeah, I'm Tanika Renee. If you Google, you can find me on Twitter, Jock and Tanika, J-O-C-K-I-N-T-A-N-Y-K-A. Facebook, Tanika Renee. Instagram, Jock and Tanika. And then TanikaRenee.com. Well, Tanika, thank you so much for taking the time. I appreciate you being on, and I, I know you're going to find that man that's going to be perfect for you. So thank you so much. Thank you for having me. All right. You have a good one. You too. Bye. Now you can watch um, Match Made in Heaven. It comes on Thursdays at 11 p.m. on Wee TV. For more information about Tanika Renee, go to our website, uh, StephenKnightShow.com. We're right back after this. You're listening to The Stephen Knight Talk Show on EOTM. Radio. You're listening now. You're listening to the Stephen Knight Talk Show on EOTM Radio. The Stephen Knight Show, Monday nights at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, only on EOTMRadio.com. Welcome back. Now it's time to go on to Stephen's playlist. As you know, we receive music from people all over the country wanting to be featured. Uh, we select artists to play on our playlist, and tonight our songs are from independent and major artists, including Authentic and, of course, Jonna uh, Sebastian, who was our guest tonight. If you're interested in being featured on the playlist, email us at submissions at com. Attach one or two songs, your bio, and one or two promotional pictures. Remember, all songs must be edited for radio, meaning no cursing. Definitely look forward to hearing your work. The first song tonight is by Jonathan, I'm sorry, yeah, Jonathan Sebastian, entitled Do It For You. It's the remix. 
Check it out and enjoy Stephen's playlist.
the other day, you turned and walked away, put you all alone, heart full of pain, never said goodbye, put you there to cry, broken down, standing in the rain, hey, wipe all your tears Your baby, this for the A. Uh-huh. Shawty, I don't mind if you dance on a pole. That'll make you up. Shawty, I don't mind when you work into three. If you're leaving with me, gon' make that money, money, money. Your money, money, money. Cause I know how it is. Gon' Money, 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 your money, money, money You can take off your clothes As long as you coming home, girl, I don't mind The ballers in here tonight, they gon' buy a hundred bottles 
As soon as you shake it, I know they gon' make it colossal in here. Cause shawty, you thinking them tricks that you do with your body. Got all of these cutting around you like they think Beyonce in here. You want your own and you need your own, baby, who am I to judge? How could I ever trip about it when I met you in the club? Make enough for the both of us, but you dance anyway. You know I was raised in the A, shawty, I don't mind. If you dance on a pole, that'll make you a shawty, I don't mind. When you work into three, if you're leaving with me, gon' make that money, 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 your money, 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 cause I know how it is, gon' handle your biz and get that money, 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 your money, 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 you can take off your clothes, long as you coming home, girl, I don't mind. When you get off of work, I'll be ready to go in the Rari. And when we get home, we have a sorrow on the private party, you know. So I don't worry at all about the things they do. I say, I love you anyway. You can twerk while in the split. You racking up them tips. Your body rocking, your booty popping. I'm proud to call you my b- They be looking, but they can't touch a shoddy. I'm the only one to get it. So just go ahead, keep doing what you do. If you dance on a pole, that'll make you a shawty, I don't mind. When you work until three, if you're leaving with me, gonna make that money, 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 your money, money, money. Cause I know how it is, gonna handle your biz and make that money, 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 your money, money, money. You can take off your clothes, as long as you come in. Tryna bust a nut, tryna take somebody from the two tryna fill my cup, tryna live it up, put some hundreds on it, got out the club. Yeah. Uh, lap dance for the first date, better throw a few bands, that's third base. It's okay if you work late, we can still party like it's your birthday. We can still party hard in your birthday suit, like the at the park, like my name Beirut. Shout that she just wanna dip, I just wanna see a strip. If you like you love me, shout that you might get rich. Have her own cake, her own place, blow her own gas, no rollay. When we in the bed, she like the Tell a friend to join in both ways Shawty, I don't mind If you dance on a pole I don't make you I don't mind When you work until three If you leave with me Cause I know you gotta make that money, money, money oh. Well, that was our show tonight. I want to thank our special guests, Jonathan Sebastian and Tanika Renee, for joining us tonight. Listen, you are at home. Thanks for listening. Spread the word. God bless. Have a great week. Peace. You can't hear the party, go on, put your hands up. If you want to get it started, go on, put your hands up. All my ladies in the front, all my thugs in the club. If you looking for some love, go on, put your hands up. Hands up, hands up, hands up, hands up. If you can't hear the party, go on, put your hands up. All my ladies in the 
love.